Welcome to the Lent Reflections Experience. This week, we'll explore some Old Testament psalms Jesus and his followers used to tell Jesus' story. Within the midst of your busy day, create some space to center your mind and connect with God during these next few moments. Today, we prepare our hearts for Easter through the reading of Psalms, chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. The New Testament begins with these words. This is the record of Jesus, the anointed one, the son of David, the son of Abraham. When Jesus emerged on the scene with his acts of power and authoritative teaching, he saw himself as someone carrying forward a particular story. He came from a distinct line of faithful people who had served the one true God, people like Abraham and King David. They and others loom large in the Old Testament, which was written hundreds of years before Jesus. But to call it old doesn't mean it's dusty and irrelevant. No. The God who created the world is the same God who told Abraham that all nations of the earth would be blessed through his descendants. He's the same God who anointed one of those descendants, David, to lead his people. And David is one of several who composed what we know of as the Psalms, adding his voice to many other writings that form the Old Testament. It's the story of God at work in the world through his people. And with Jesus, that story was being fulfilled. Looking back at Psalm 2, we can celebrate Jesus as God's chosen king. The kingdom of God is at hand, Jesus said. You are my beloved son, God declared when Jesus was baptized. All authority is mine, Jesus announced when he sent his followers out to make disciples of all nations. No, Jesus didn't really look like a king. And the rest of the kings of the world don't often honor him as one. But it's God who will have the last laugh. The most foolish thing a person can do is to set themselves up against God and the one God has chosen. To do so is to risk being broken like pottery, to quote Psalm 2, or crashing down like a house built on the sand, to quote Jesus. So today, give your praise and your allegiance to the one to whom it's due. From ages past, God has desired to lead all nations, all people, under his wise and his loving care. We can rage against him and make our own plans if we want, but God's plan will endure. Jesus is living proof. Not even death can stop God. Take some time now to consider. In what ways do you find yourself opposed to God? Are you conspiring or plotting things that are against God's design? Where might you need to realign your will with God's? What decisions can you make today that would demonstrate that Jesus, the King of the world, is the King of your life?
acknowledge now that you are in control, and I am not. I invite you to be the king over my life today. Amen. Thank you for joining today's Lent Reflection. You're welcome to linger in this moment for as long as you'd like. Until next time, may you walk confidently and closely with the living God.